Welcome to the Live the More podcast, where we explore going deeper in intimacy with God, finding meaning and satisfaction in our day, and making a lasting impact in our world. Welcome back, everybody. The last time we met together, we talked about a subject that many of you may be familiar with, and some of you may be painfully and intimately familiar with, and that is the subject of burnout. We defined it, we talked about how it's related to cumulative stress and anxiety that builds over time and how the World Health Organization closely related to work stress and inability to create boundaries so that your personal and professional lives aren't at all thriving. In fact, you're just surviving. We talked about some of the causes and some of the results and pain points. And so we stayed at a pretty high level, but today I want to dig deeper. I want to take you into... What do you do when you feel you actually might be burning out? When you see those results and pain points and all signs are pointing towards burnout. The title of today's episode is No Way Out But Down because frankly, whenever you're burning out or you feel that you're burning out, there is no way out but down. Back down to earth where gravity reminds you that you are painfully human, but also down deep into your soul, introspecting, understanding what's going on in your head and in your heart and in your soul. One of the main causes of burnout and what so often gets it confused with depression is hopelessness. Maybe not a cause, but a symptom or an effect. And so the cause might be insecurity and purpose or meaning, a lack of vision, and that then leads to a state of hopelessness, feeling of how much longer can I do this? What's it all worth with this job of mine or with working at my church or with trying to to please others around me at home? And I'm just so tired and the stress is building and it's chronic and maybe there's panic attacks or maybe you have trouble sleeping and you're just tired of it all. And so you might wonder, what hope do I have left? What can I do? Well, that sense of hopelessness is very familiar to many of you. And it's also familiar to someone I want to introduce you to. His name is Jamie Hull. Now, Jamie Hull, in 2007, was a British SAS officer and pilot. Now, Jamie was in the prime of his life in August of 2007 when he was taking a training flight. And about 1,000 feet into the air, one of his engines caught fire. Now, he had been training and preparing for a long time and had been wanting to to handle situations like these so that he was prepared and ready for battle. But nothing quite prepared him for what he had to do next. So at about a thousand feet in the air, as his engine is catching fire, the fire starts to spread into the cockpit. And so flames are, are beginning to, to flicker and lick his chin and reach his face. And he realizes, I've got to crash land this plane. Otherwise, I'm not going to make it. So he keeps the plane steady. He goes down to about 15 feet above the ground and does something incredible. He climbs out onto the wing of the plane and he jumps off of the plane at about 15 feet above the ground and rolls to safety. Now, that was the hard part, you would think, but actually the hard part was only beginning. You see, 63% of his body had been burned and it led to a six-month medical-induced in coma over 62 operations, 
and Jamie Hull wanted to kill himself. When he recounts the story, he, he remembers and realizes that the rest of his life is going to be very different as he's laying there in the hospital. And he doesn't want to put his parents or his family and friends through all of this. And, and so what hope is there for him? He's never going to recover. The doctors have given him like a 5% chance of living. And so the thought crosses his mind, what if I just ended it all? Now, thankfully, he had a community around him. He had his mom visiting regularly. And his mom was watching him and listening to him and realized that he needed some help. And so she brought in a pastor. A local pastor would visit him regularly and and gave him hope and challenged him to fight and find his purpose again. Well, then over time, the pastor was walking walking with him through his many surgeries and, and he began to recover. And slowly but surely, he was able to start become more physically active. And then another friend came along, a doctor who lived in Colorado. And, and this doctor pushed Jamie to get back in shape, to exercise again, to do the things that made him a great SAS soldier at one, at one time. Well, Jamie felt kind of down on himself and was having a bit of a pity party, he confesses. But the doctor, his friend, got straight in his face and gave him a swift kick in the ass and said, listen, You can't stay here. This pity party is not going to help you recover. You've got to get up. You are not out of the fight yet. And so through his friend, through his pastor, and through his family, Jamie found hope again. He found purpose again. And after what he called a miraculous recovery, he now runs marathons. And in a moment of triumphant irony, he was an Olympic torchbearer in the 2012 Olympics in England. So why do I tell you this story? I tell you this story because Jamie's story of burning out in the plane and having a plane actually on fire and crashing to the earth is instructive to us who have gone through burnout. And as I thought about Jamie's story and I thought about burnout, for those of us who have gone through it, who are going through it, a passage of scripture came to mind from John 12, verse 24. Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. You see, Jamie realized what Jesus is saying in this passage. That in order to get to new life, death must take place first. Suffering and pain leads to growth and new life. So for those of you who might be struggling with burnout or might have gone through burnout, the first thing that happens and the thing, the first thing that happened to Jamie is you realize something's burning. You smell that smell of something's not quite right. <laughs> this isn't going the way I thought it was going to go. So it could be at work. It could be with your relationship with God. It could be at home. But that cumulative stress is starting to build. And you're wondering, do I bail? Do I eject and just hop out of this situation? Or... Do I stay in the burning plane and and see where things go? You don't know where to go. So the fire in this situation, it begins to burn. But fire is also refining. And though it's painful, it's a great revealer of things. So what I want to ask you is, in that place of burning out, as things are burning down, and as you feel tired and having panic attacks and unable to sleep, what is the pain teaching you? 
What is it saying to you about what's happening? And are you aware of the burning? You know, many people will sometimes go through burnout and they won't quite wake up to the fact that the plane's on fire. <laughs> and other people will wake up and, and they try to do what Jamie did. They lower the plane to the ground and they try to get out of the situation and get back down to earth. And that, my friends, is where I want to take you today. Jordan Peterson once said, pain is the only thing people will never deny. Pain is the only thing that people will never deny. And so the fact that you're going through burnout or that you might be heading towards burnout and feeling that pain, it doesn't make you strange. It doesn't make you abnormal. In fact, everybody suffers. Everybody deals with stress. Everybody deals with anxiety. Now, of course, some people can't manage it as well, and so it leads to a chronic fatigue or chronic anxiety, which can lead to burnout. And in those moments, you, you may try to lie to yourself about the plane going down, or you may just keep pushing and keep trying to fly the plane and while everything blows up around you. But one thing is for sure, the pain will be there. And the pain is a good opportunity to wake up and bring the plane to the ground, to come back to earth. And so when you're forced down to earth in a place of burnout, there's this thing we'll call the landing. And that downward spiral to earth, you have an opportunity to dig deep into the inner life, to get back down to earth. And in these moments, we can ask, why is this happening? Why am I, am I experiencing this? What's going on? And so some common causes that come up with burnout are important to understand here, especially when it comes to work. And there's a woman uh, at a website called RestoreResilience.com. Her name is Jody Dabowski. And she talks about some of the major causes of burnout that can help us understand what's happening once we get back down to earth and we start asking these questions. That maybe the fire has gone out and we're starting to, to wake up and realize this painful burning that's, that's on our skin. One of those causes is unmanageable workload. So people can wake up and realize that they're up to their eyeballs and work all the time and they're overwhelmed and they keep trying to push, but they can't push any further. And this can lead to feelings of hopelessness and ineffectiveness. So that first cause can be unmanageable workload. The second cause can be lack of support. Maybe you don't have support from your management team. Maybe you don't have support uh, or your emotional and career development support from your company. And there are those who are supported by management, and those who are supported by management are 70% less likely to burn out. So lack of support can be a cause. A third cause can be unclear instructions. Maybe you don't have clear job descriptions at your work. or Maybe you're left to try to figure out what the manager expects of you. And, and Jody Dobowski says that this is another clear cause of burnout. If you have unclear instructions, you're trying to figure things out, and it's too much to manage in the midst of all the stress. A fourth cause can be high-pressure job. If you have a high-pressure job, let's say in a caregiver role or or a passion-driven role, or something like in the medical, like healthcare, like we've seen with, with COVID-19, it can be increasingly stressful. So high-pressure job. And then finally, little control at work. If you have few options to make decisions about your work, or you have an incredibly strict schedule, that can make you feel like you don't have any agency, like you don't have a choice. And that can lead to burnout as well. So according to Jody Dabowski at RestoreResilience.com, you have unmanageable workload, lack of support, 
unclear instructions, high pressure job, or little control at work. All of these things can help you understand when you're back down to earth what might be causing the burnout. So it's important to see those and ask yourself, am I, am I dealing with any of these? So once you're on the ground, and similar to Jamie uh, and his, his journey to recovery, the hard part obviously was landing the plane, but the harder part was recovery. You're down on the ground, and in this moment, this is a reckoning moment when the real fight begins to find hope again. Uh, I want to share a quote with you from Viktor Frankl, who wrote the seminal work, Man's Search for Meaning. And he says, In some ways, suffering ceases to be suffering at the moment it finds a meaning, such as the meaning of a sacrifice. In some ways, suffering ceases to be suffering at the moment it finds a meaning, such as the meaning of a sacrifice. Maybe you've uncovered the truth of why you're burning out, but now you must find a way forward. Now you must find the purpose and the meaning in your suffering. And you can look at Jamie Hall's story and see that there were some needs there. One was the community need. Jamie mentioned three kinds of people in his life, supporters, which were his family, spiritual directors, his pastor, and friends, a doctor who kicked his ass and said, you need to, you need to stop throwing this pity party. And you can't do it alone. You need a community. And if you're in a place of burnout or you're heading towards burnout, it's important to find that community where you can be understood, where people can, can even counsel you. And maybe you do need a counselor or someone who can walk you through the deeper inner life. And it's important to find those people who have walked through this as well, who can deeply empathize with what you're going through. So community is the first need. The second need is habits. It's important to to see that habits restore hope because it gets you moving, right? It's often said that you can't just move a ship that's parked in the harbor. Once you get the ship moving, it's a lot easier to turn it, right? You can't just steer a ship if it's parked in the harbor. And so it's important to get moving again so you can find change and new direction. And so part of this is developing new boundaries. So maybe you're not checking email in the evenings or on the weekends. Uh, Maybe you're you're working out and eating well and drinking less if, if your anxiety has led you to drink more than is normal. These kind of habits can help you get back into a groove where you're taking care of yourself, you're valuing yourself, and they honor your agency and remind you that you're still not out of the fight. So community, habits, and then finally and lastly, I would say, is the need of spiritual formation. Now, for those of us who follow Jesus, we understand that the cross comes before the resurrection, that death comes before new life. And we know that in places of pain and sorrow, God meets us in that place. It's the story of the cross. And so the same as the John 12 scripture passage that I quoted at the very beginning, Sometimes things in us have to die in order to bring new life. It's like that sacrifice that Viktor Frankl describes. The meaning of burnout, the meaning that you can find in that place of pain and sorrow and even hopelessness can often be found and is found in Jesus and knowing that he is with you in this place of suffering and that you are not alone and that suffering does not mean that you're rejected, the the pain of burnout does not mean that you're a failure, but it means that something has been burned away and it's time for new life to start again. And so friends, 
I want to encourage you today, if you're in this place of burning out, if you have burnt out, there's no way out but down. Go to those deeper places. Find community. Find new habits. Engage in the spiritual. And ask yourself, why is this happening? And I promise you, if you're able to engage in that and you pull the right people in to help you, whether it's a psychologist, psychiatrist, counselor, pastor, friend, you will understand what it means for the grain of wheat to die and then bear more fruit because you will walk through this and you will grow and find new meaning and purpose in your own life. And then you can turn around and pay it forward because you're not the only one who's dealing with this. And your life is not your own. You belong to your community. You belong to your family. You belong to others at work. And so how can you recover from this burnout? How can you step forward so that you can turn around and pay it back, so that you can turn around and pay it forward, rather, and help those who need to hear the message that in burnout, there's no shame. There is hope. There is a way to move forward, set new habits, and find new hope. And this is my story. This is the story that I had to walk through back in 2011. And I can tell you, as someone who has walked through burnout, there's hope on the other end of it. Similar to Jamie Hull's story, there's a way to move forward and find life. And I wanted to share that with you today. And so uh, if you would like more resources on how to recover from burnout and how to move forward, we would ask you to subscribe to the Live the More newsletter. You can find that in the podcast show notes and sign up there through the link or go to livethemore.com. So friends, I hope that you can move forward today in hope. And the next time we join together, we'll dive even deeper into the subject of burnout and talk about more of the pain points and more of the causes and understand how can we live the more despite all the pain, despite the burnout, and find new hope and a new way forward.